Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, West Coast. we got the one and only, all right, buddy in the house with us right Buddy, do you have any, like, any enemies out there? Does anybody not like Buddy? I feel like your, your, your energy is so infectious and people just should love you and just, by the way, you just come around, bro. Uh, if I do, they ain't told me about it. Say that shit to my face. <laughs> get down where you mad yeah, at. Yeah, get down where you, what you say? Get down where you mad yeah, at. Yeah, get down where you mad at. Please let me know if you my enemy because I probably don't care enough Dude, to you be yours. You don't even care. Yeah. I don't know if I got enemies. I'm not sure. If I do, more power to them. Well, you, you definitely have the energy, bro. And I, you know, I've seen you on a couple of occasions, just just here and there, just around. It's my first time actually officially meeting you. So we just had dinner together, so dinner we family. We family yeah. now. It's fire, man. We got a lot to celebrate. You yes. Know what I'm New album. Super ghetto. On Super the way. Ghetto. Super ghetto. All right, man. We do we need to talk about the background, where it comes from? I mean, I feel like well, it's I a was, good display of who you are. Yeah, I was raised in Compton, but I'm you know L.A. native at heart. I've been all around. I've been over there, over here, everywhere. You know, I didn't stay in Santa Monica, Venice, yeah. North Hollywood. I'm on the east side right now, kind of like Silver Lake-ish. You know what I mean? I'm out the way. Out the way, ENT. I ain't going to tell you where I'm at. You're going to see me, though. But you can't see me. You know what I mean? So it's just like more about the essence. Growing up in the hood, it's simulating on me and just taking it everywhere I go. Just forcing everybody to conform to what I got going on and the energy that I bring to the table. What I love about that is that there's a negative connotation when, when you hear the word ghetto. Mm -hmm. Like when yep. I when I see you or just you know there, there's more than that. But like when I when I get the essence from your vibe, man, you, it's celebratory. It's it's fun. It's uplifting. It's like you want to make sure people have a good time. Is that what we getting from the album? Oh yeah, it's very inviting. I got some ghetto ratchet bait that everybody's gonna bite just to bring them into the full vibe that I got to offer. Ghetto ratchet bait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm put, throwing the cast and I'm about to reel them all in for oh, sure. For sure. For now sure. the new album, right? Because when when you dropped uh, Har Harlan and Alondra, right? Mm -hmm. When you dropped the first album, I don't think people expected that. Yeah, like I don't yeah. think like especially with the with the people you had on the album. Yeah, I felt like people kind of like not even I don't want I hate when people say they slept on it, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't think people expected you to come how you came. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you do you feel like? Well, first first and foremost, do you feel like you people don't take you serious as a rapper because you do like you do like melodies and other 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 kind of shit. Uh, I don't really focus on how serious other people take me. I'm really just trying to take myself more serious because I'm fun-loving, happy-go-lucky type of guy. And as I get older, I just need to just have more of a serious yeah. aspect about me moving forward. You know what I well, mean? Well, I asked that because I remember when, um, uh, who was I talking? I think it was Tory Lanez. Because, you know, he does both. Like, he yeah. can rap, he can sing. Hold on. My man is cutting the lights off. Um, and, come on. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he could rap, he could sing, and do both, right? And there's a duality, especially nowadays. Like you, damn near have to do both in order to like penetrate mm -hmm. certain areas and shit like that. But then when you put out a record like Black, yeah, that's some real like, like that's a rap ass record, right. and yeah. that's one of my favorite records for the last like four or five years. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not even saying that because you're here. I'm just being honest. I appreciate it. Um, but like I felt like when you put that out, people was like, oh shit, yeah. 
you, did you feel that too, or did you 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 didn't pay no attention? No, nah, I felt it too, but I just you know took it with a grain of salt because as black as I am, I made that song because I'm black. It was February when we made it. Yeah, I had help. I was working with uh Sir and the homie Rufio. Uh, Jahan Sweets made the beat, but Sir helped me with the hook. It was super catchy. He did some shit under like. Uh, black rims on these yeah, black wheels, yeah. and it, that was sir. He helped me write it, Damn. and then um, I did my research. I did. I went home and I did some homework. You know, I watched some documentaries. I read some books with the homie Rufio on Black history, Black historians. So I wouldn't rap the verses, you know, in the moment or lighthearted. You know what I mean? I really took my time to do the work, and you know what I mean. Implement some actual Black history into the record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I. I to me, like, that's one of them songs that I feel like is almost like an anthem. It's yeah. not really like, I don't look at it like, oh, this was Buddy's single. Yeah. I look nah. at it like it's an anthem. Somebody called me the uh, uh, Mariah Carey of February. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. You know how Mariah got right, Christmas. Right. Yeah. I got Black yeah, History Month. I'm going to hold it down. <laughs> Every February, we about to do something for the blacks. Let me be black, 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 own black. Yeah. Have you always been, have you always been vocal? Uh, like, yeah. Always. Yeah. Even I, when you were a kid, you was always vocal. Ask about... my mama. Yeah, I tell her how it is, how I feel in the moment. Damn. Yeah. Do you think that if do you would you do you feel like artists, I say artists, right? Mm -hmm. Not rappers or singers, but do you feel like artists have a responsibility to speak about public shit, public issues and and um, you know, social issues in their music? Everybody different, you know? I feel like outside of artistry, like, it's different type of human beings, you know? People are different. Everybody who make art is just, like, a certain type of human. And I'm the type of person that is very vocal and just say what I want, when I want, how I want, mm -hmm. with no thought of, you know, repercussions or consequences. It's just, like, how I feel. Was that something celebrated from you as a kid? Was that something that your parents encouraged growing up? Or was you were the one like, hey, all right, stop, be quiet, like, settle down? Uh, They, they tried to find a happy medium, but, <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be so sporadic, you yeah. know? I don't really, like, put too much weight on, like, higher authorities. So I kind of just do what I want. The only reason why I say that, because, you know, I'm a dad, right? So I got a three-year-old right now. Yeah. And he's in that that phase of figuring himself out. Bro, he won't personality. stop talking. He won't stop talking. I was just on FaceTime with him the other day. Mm -hmm. and he, He's got amazed. something to say. He's got something to say. Yeah. And I'm I'm in that weird, not even a weird space, but a, as a as a as a parent, you get to a spot where you're like, okay, I don't want to hold my kid back. I want him to to figure out who he is, but at the same time, you have an expectation of like, yo, be quiet. You just want to try to hold him back from the world, but you want them to kind of grow into who they are. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. My, I guess my question is that was that something for for yourself? Like, when did you realize? When did your parents realize? Like, oh, he's he's himself. He's he's on his own journey, and you know, we're just here to support that. I can't really pinpoint it or speak for them, but I just remember being implemented into, like, you know, acting conservatories where, like, my personality was properly curated by people who could, you know what I mean, understand where I was coming from. I was in, like, AGC with Wendy Raquel Robinson. Oh, wow. She wow. taught inner-city L.A. children how to, like, act, sing, dance. We did live theater plays, you know what I mean? We had to audition for roles, remember lines and just, like, rehearse plays, you know what I mean? So I've always been, like very entertaining like i got in trouble because we did a play i didn't jumped off the stage grabbed the old lady from the front row started dancing with her jump back on the stage they like you're not supposed to do that you know what i mean like all type of stuff but like you know in the heat of the moment i just move on an impulse you know i've learned to calm myself down and just take a second thought you know what i mean but like it just be happening life be happening for me 
Do you have, do you, do people ever, have you ever annoyed somebody where they told you you was being annoying? Oh yeah, for sure. Who was like, what happened? I take pride. You should have <laughs> seen me. You see me at the restaurant. <laughs> Come on. I'm asking the waitress, waiter for everything and anything. I'm like, nigga, you get paid for What about in your the job. studio while you working with a producer or another artist? I got a funny story. I don't know if I should even tell it. Go ahead. Might as well. Who was it? It was me. It was Guap Dad's birthday. We left the studio to go to Guap Dad's birthday. We went to the club. He was partying with Wale and um, the Young Gunners, I think. Um, what's the dude? What's one of the Young Gunners? Young Chris. Young Chris. The yeah. dark-skinned one? Yeah, Young Chris. Young Chris came to the studio with Wale. And I love him to death. I really respect their legacy. But right. um, in the moment, I didn't know who he was or what he looked like or what he ever did. I'm just faded, celebrating Guap Dad's birthday. I invited him back to my studio session to hang out with him for his birthday. And his entourage was like Wale and Chris. Right. And I had a record up that I was working on. And these niggas wanted to rap on it. <laughs> Chris got in the booth. and He just randomly walked in the booth? He got in the booth, put the headphones on, and rapped <laughs> like a 48. <laughs> and, like, he wasn't done. Like, and it got, it got to the point where I was so drunk and annoyed. I pressed the space bar, stopped him, told him I need to go home. <laughs> He pulled me outside to have a conversation with me. He was like, look, bro, I don't know if you know who I am, but blah, blah, blah. You can't be doing that. Or you could at least, like, tap me on the shoulder, blah, blah, blah. So I feel like I really annoyed him in that moment. It'd be moments yeah. like that where I'm just like, I don't like what's happening. Let me stop this. <laughs> Word. I don't what, like what, what, How did that conversation, was the conversation pleasant outside? The homies thought he was trying to squabble, but I, I was listening to what he was saying because, you know what I mean? I love words. Right. Yeah. Even in a, in a drunk moment. In a drunk moment, I'm just hearing what he was saying, and it didn't really resonate. You know, they hopped in a crazy SUV, Uber, headed home, and I live down the street, so we took a walk, me and all my friends. We just took this the holy stroll. You know, so you, you talk about being, you know, having having uh, your, your your childhood being all these, in, in these um, uh, not classes, but the, uh, the environment as far as acting and things like that. When did the music take place? The music was always there. You know, I grew up in church. My dad was, like, uh, the director for the men's choir. Oh, wow. So, like, I would sit in the pews while he would direct the men's choir. They would play live instruments and sing songs of the gospel. Was that forced on you as a child? It wasn't forced. I mean, it was kind of just what was happening. You know what I mean? My dad was so deeply involved in church, I was kind of just there, and it was what was happening. I didn't feel forced to get into it. I just enjoyed the music. Damn. Yeah. Now, when the, this album, Super Ghetto, yeah, Super Ghetto, the album, March 25th. Okay. Now, obviously, people are going to judge it based on the name mm -hmm. and whatnot. But something that's consistent from, I think, the last album you mentioned, your family being on. The cover? The, being on the cover, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a slight difference. Oh, yeah, we got Crips and Bloods in the back. We got JJ's <laughs> niggas that lived and died. Shout out to homies. You know what I mean? I'll, I'm trying to just put the city on for real. Like, so when what, I think about. The, why why do that? What was the thought behind that? The well, artwork? We we were trying to do, like, a Where's Waldo type of thing where I was, like, lost in the midst of, like, the commotion of the city. Gotcha. But it was just, like, a bunch of niggas standing in front of the liquor store. And <laughs> right. I was dead in the front. You could find me really easily. Fact. You know I, I mean? I, I, Oh, yeah, that's Buddy right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it was, like, a loose concept that just materialized into a classic image. And I'm so thankful Rennell was there to capture that moment. Has people Have people always called you Buddy? Yeah, it was a family nickname. So my sister, we're 13 months apart. She's older. When we was younger, she tried to say brother, and it kind of sounded like buddy, and it materialized into a family nickname. Everybody in my immediate family calls me buddy. Everybody in my church growing up called me buddy. All my closest friends call me buddy. 
I've always been Buddy. I don't even resonate with my real name right. as much as I resonate with my nickname. Right. You know? My real name is uh, Simi Sims. I hate when bitches try to get to know me and call me <laughs> Simi. Like, hey, we Simi. just, you know what I mean? Yo, wait, it, so they so they do that. So how how far into the, the situation, the entanglement, how far into the entanglement do they start trying to call you by your government name? Like, is it two weeks in? It's only the fake bitches that try to call me by my real name. They want to seem real by using my real name, but it's like, No, it's, we have a different relationship. I know I'm You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, girl, woman, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're super ghetto. Yeah. Super ghetto. So, you know. Super ghetto. Yeah. So, when they when, when that happens, do you correct them? Yeah, I'm like, I don't like that. Please stop. Word. Yes. Do you ever think you'll get to a point where you'll be okay being called by your government name? Yeah. By by significant. I'm other? I'm still growing into it, you know. It's like an oversized <laughs> T-shirt. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. It's, it's kind of like it's like a wool. It like. literally is an African name, and it means leader. And as much as I try to lead, you know what I mean. I just like being with the people. You know, I lead by example. I don't try to be like, hey, this way. Yeah. Something about you, too, that I notice is whenever I catch you in the streets or, like, at a show or something, you always in the crowd. Yeah. I'm like, you just... never, like, oh, I'm backstage, I'm in VIP. It's like not you... that fun there. It's too much security. <laughs> Nobody wants to meet anybody in backstage. Yeah. Everybody's like at the bar hanging yeah. out, talking to people. Come on, trying to kick it. Is, that, is that something that you, in, that you consciously do, or is that something that just... That's... It just feels right. I really am, like, hypersensitive to energies, and I follow them, you know? And it'd be dark ones, and then there'd be light ones, and I just go towards the light. Word. Yeah. The, uh, no, go ahead. no, I was... I, I want to know, because you, you rap, you sing. What other things do does Buddy do that people may not know? Oh, what? I golf. I play chess, you know? I ain't got no real, you know what I mean? How good uh, are you at golf? I'm not that good. Okay, I just bet. started. Yeah, How good yeah, are you yeah. at chess? I'm not that good. I just started. <laughs> bet. But I, I do them. Yes. Okay. You know what I mean? I hike. I camp. I rock climb a little bit. I, I do everything two weeks at a time. So I had two weeks of rock climbing, <laughs> two weeks tripping. of golf. You know what I mean? It, I, I'm an outdoorsman at heart. I, I did two weeks of surfing. I was at the beach surfing for like two good weeks. But my hands start going numb. I need more equipment. I snowboard sometimes. You know what I, I mean? I was going to ask, is there something that you, you've tried? That, well, no. I want to know, is there something that you would never do? Um, no. You would try anything? Well, no. Skydiving, bungee jumping? Yeah, I haven't done that yet, you but I'm down. It? Yeah. So Hell you would yeah. go both? You would do both? I would do both. Damn. Yeah. What about, like, snorkeling? I mean, not snorkeling. What's the scuba yeah. diving? Yes, yes, yes. So you would swim with sharks? Yeah, I'm down. What? Yeah, I'm down. So there's nothing you tightrope between two hot air balloons. Hell yeah! If I fall, I just need to be on a harness, harness or something with a little safety net. Yeah, I ain't trying to fall to my death on a tightrope, but yes, I would try it out. See how far I get over. Bro, it. you survived Compton to die on a goddamn tightrope. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> stupid ass. I'm down for that. Yes, yeah. I would do it. Nah, man. Um, also, I wanted to ask you about um, cubicle. I'm sorry. Wait, these balloons. Is you up right now. There you go. Good idea, go Rams. Go Rams. <laughs> go Rams. Um, you and Greedo. 
like uh, on it was in the first album, right? Yeah, I caught him right before he went in. This nigga was on a rampage, doing as much as he could because he knew he was about to go to jail, and right. he pulled up on me out of so the kindness was, of his heart. That song, right? He he had already knew he was going to jail when y'all did that song. Yeah, he told me like, bro, I'm on a I'm on a mission right now. I'm about to go in. They they want like I did it. <laughs> I'm guilty, nigga. We need to get this hit. Uh, press record. <laughs> they on the way. They on the way. <laughs> <laughs> he had just got back from the bay shooting the video. Yeah. Pulled up the record plant and was like, I can even keep it going. I'm like, God damn, this nigga's a legend. So free you, so, Greedo, man. Yeah, sure. So did you already have a relationship before that? Like I mean, like, I was a fan of his music, he was a fan of mine, and he was down to work. After that, we really locked in on a friendship. Sure. I done wrote him in the prison already. It's not consistent. You know what I mean? I just said, hey man, hold it down. Hey, the fact that you did it though was Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the P.O. box and sent oh, some shit in. Dope. What about you and Ty? Ty Dollar Sign? Yeah. Oh my God. That one is crazy. I knew Ty for so long. When I first went um to his house, this is when he did the uh house on the hill and I ain't even sold a record. Yep. Me and Keys made beat with no effort. You know what I mean? Uh now now it is four years, uh actually, yeah, four years yesterday since uh, Victory Lab. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Status symbol three. Fine. Obviously the whole album's fine, but talk about your experience doing status symbol three. I know you were on two, but but with, with three. Uh, well, I'm on one, too. Oh, there's three one, of them. Two. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so there's the first one, yeah. then the second one, gotcha, and gotcha. the third one. And it's the fourth one out there somewhere. Y'all just got to wait. For real? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm working on some, you know, oh, postpartum. Wow. Yeah. Damn. But uh, I initially met Nipsey and started locking in with him through Mike and Keys. I met Mike and Keys through the weed man. <laughs> I was getting some weed from <laughs> And he took me over to sell some weed to Mike and Keys. And then we started smoking weed and making songs. <laughs> And I started going over there every day. And they shared the studio with Nipsey. Right, right. So, like, when I would be, like, making my music, they would be making theirs. And then he would come in here, my shit, I would go here, theirs. And friendship of music would started. I would just be hanging out with all the cribs, BH, you know what I mean? J-Stone, GI. Right. You know what I mean? And it just was, like, music family, you know what I mean? We would lead a studio, do stuff. I remember one time, me, Nipsey, BH went to um, Vegas randomly. These niggas, up and went to Vegas. We went to Vegas. Just, like, let's go to Vegas. We went. We drove there. We had a great time. Went to Vegas. We're headed back from Vegas. These niggas had a lean fight in the car. What? I'm in the back. In I don't the back. know what that is. I'm. What the fuck is a lean fight? Well, they was just on some shit. Think you know what I fight. mean? Think about a water fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like a water fight. But we, oh, okay, got you. So first of all, it was uh <laughs> in the car. In the car. How big was the car? <laughs> Driving back to L.A. You know, his security guard J Rock. I think. Was the first, I don't know who the first one. It might have been Nipsey to just like throw some water, like, uh, splash. Yeah, got you. Yeah, ah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were like, no, hell no. <laughs> ah. You know, there was like nothing else to throw. All the water is gone. Yeah. All the Gatorade is gone. And these niggas like, ah. $500, $1,000, $2,000. I'm in the backpack, like, I don't want to be sick. <laughs> We just had to stop at the gas station right. and change. I need a new, I need a new hoodie. Yeah, I like, need. these niggas is crazy. I do, miss that nigga. Do, do you feel like, um, I mean, do you think that, the, was the studio sessions, like, that you used to be a part of? Because I used to see you over there. Did, were the studio sessions as fun as, or was it work mode? Like, the car ride you just described, were the studio sessions as fun as that? Well, it's or just, was it like serious business and work mode? It's different. It's different moods. You know what I mean. From status symbol one to three, et cetera. I just feel like status symbol one. It was like work mode. 
You know what I mean? This Serious. nigga was locked in trying to just make songs, you know? And he called me and like, hey, I need to do this hook. Just do whatever. You got it. And I'm like, okay. You don't want to wait no more. Don't waste my time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the second one was like, we need to run this back, bro. You know, blah, 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 blah. And then I had the video. I had the bait jacket with all the crips on top of the BMW. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then the third one, that was my song. I made that song for me. I left the verses Are you open. Serious? I left the verses open because I was gonna come back and rap on it. It was just a good hook, bridge. All the song was there. That's why it's such a for me. Yeah, it was my song. Yeah, I was in the shower. I got out of the shower. Mike called me. He like, you made the album, bro. Victory lap. You on there? I'm like, huh? You sound you, just like Mike. That's what funny. are you talking about? I pull up to the studio. This nigga got two verses. Like, <laughs> but you didn't tell him to take it off. I did not. I was like, wow, yeah, I really right. appreciate this. Thank Facts. you. Yeah, what an opportunity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Went off. We shot the video. It was awesome. You know what I mean? You got that one. Bet. Yeah. That's what's up. I, that's a fire-ass story. So yeah. now it's only right that, that the part four. That, that yeah, he owed me a verse <laughs> somewhere in there. I'm going to look through the hard drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, dude, so what, the process for you making this album, going off of uh, the last project, like, what did you have a different mentality in mind, like, trying to create the whole process? Uh no, I didn't. No. I just was trying to make songs that I liked. Is that is that the is that the process typically when you go in and actually just just create though? Yeah, I ain't never really have like, you know, a goal of what type of song I'm trying to make. I just want to hear the beats. I don't really produce like that. I can make beats, you know. I'm just lazy. It's just tedious. So how, how do you know when the album's done then? Uh, you don't. I'm a perfectionist. I don't feel like my album's done, but we about to put it out. It's, gonna be out. <laughs> it's coming, though. Yeah, I'm still working so you on work, it a lot. you one of them Kanye motherfuckers. You work on it until two hours before it's supposed to be out. Yeah, Kanye just got more money than me. Facts. So he could just stretch it and do whatever the fuck he want, get an arena, cop it, make some crazy scene. You know, I just got to, like... You know, wait my turn. Do you pick a? Do you come up with the concept of the album, or you just pick? You have all the songs, and then you like title it and all that. Well, this album, I just had all the songs, and then like you know, built a uh, yeah vibe around the songs. Got you. Yeah, but it was more about me being super ghetto nigga than like you know, what I mean, the theme of the album being super ghetto. It's more about me, you know, what I mean, super ghetto nigga. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the most ghetto shit that Buddy does? Uh, I I get coochie from Hoochie Mamas and I get cat from Hood Rats. Okay, I see what you did there. Yeah, the most ghetto shit I do. What's the what's what's something that what's something what's the most ghetto thing that's happened to you? Uh, I didn't got shot at and survived. That's ghetto as fuck. <laughs> that is right ghetto. outside my mama house. The shot homie got popped. Shot. No shot at. I have okay. never been shot. No, praise no, God. Yeah, no, thank you. We don't want to put that on you at all. Hell yeah, for sure. sure. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on, my Rolly. All right, we good, we good. Real mm-hmm. quick, um, I'm, I'm, my bad. I want to backtrack. I want to go to you and ASAP Ferg. How did he end up on Black? Uh, I was we was both hanging out with Pharrell, and um, Pharrell was that in light, light flex. Yeah, light that was a light flex. You know, the homie, you, you know, Pete. I never yeah, met Pharrell. Pete. I would love sure. to meet Pharrell, but go ahead. Carry Everybody on. would love to meet Pharrell, but that's my actual friend, so it's not a flex. It's just a fact. You know, <laughs> we was kicking it. It was me and Ferg and Pharrell hanging out. We was in the stew. Pharrell was making beats in a whole nother room. I stepped out and was trying to go hang out with Ferg. He was in another studio, and I played him the record, and he just felt the importance and rapped his verse on instant. He just went in the booth like, send this, I'm going to rap right this, and did his verse right then and there. I was smoking out one of his homies from New York. I smoked that nigga under the table. <laughs> oh, my God. He thought he could smoke with me. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> 
so when when somebody does that, they take the initiative to hop on the record. Have you ever told somebody, "Yo, your shit is trash"? Like I, I, I don't. You heard the space bar story, you and Chris? Yeah. Oh, from... that's wild. Yeah. Oh, hey, gotcha. so you okay? He didn't like the verse. He didn't like the verse. I the... thought it was just because he just stretched it the whole song. out. Well, I don't even listen to the verse to see if I liked it or not. I didn't want nothing that was happening to be happening, so I stopped it all. Got you. You know, but I have no problem telling somebody, "Hell no, nah, fuck that." Mm-hmm. Has somebody ever told you that to one of your verses? No, I'm tight as fuck. <laughs> somebody go, somebody gonna try to uh, as fuck. Buddy so there's no weak ass buddy verses nowhere. If you've heard it, please let me know. I can't think of one, but I'm now I'm on one. Yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna find one. Mission. Please find it, send it to me when you do. So you don't have nothing in the hard drive that you like, man. This is trash. This ain't never coming out. I mean, this, yes, I do. I'm okay. not saying like, I haven't wrapped a rack verse, but it's out there. You know, people normally like. Got you. Yeah. And then you and um, I'm just getting the features out there. Uh, the the song you did, Pasadena, mm-hmm. with Tanache, right? Yeah, yeah. That was like more melody mm-hmm. and shit like that. Do you like doing those more, or do you like busting? Like, I have no preference. I just you know really like creating. The process is what I fell in love with. So you know the fact that anything is good enough to be released is a cherry on top of making it in the first place. How'd you? How did that co- collaboration? Uh, I just pulled up on it. We was hanging out with really good friends, and we just made songs. Bro, he got right friends. Bro, he... how does one become friends with Pharrell? How does that? How does that happen? Well, Pharrell was he was really interested in working with me on music, right. and then like we just came friends from hanging out. That's you what know? I'm saying, does he does he reach out to you via DM through your people through a late? Like, how how does that connection first start? I think it was through like early earlier management. Okay, they put him on, got and then it. I met up with him. Press play on him. He flew me to Miami, and we start working. Wow. Yeah, I think it was a uh, Scott Vennert. He that's does the fire. Sh- he does the show with him. Yeah. Uh, Entourage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the music. Scott Vennert. That's the homie. Yeah. Early in the game, he he was the first one to just introduce me to Pharrell. Pharrell. That's fire, bro. Yeah. Scott Vennert put what's, me on. What's one of the earlier tips that you you picked up from from Pharrell um, that you kind of use apply maybe today or just something? It could just be regular. It doesn't have to be music or it does have to be. He music. just always told me and just like made a point for me to know to be myself. And I'd be afraid to be myself in every moment. You seem like you like that anyway, though. Yeah, I know. I just, you know, stand firm in it because Pete told me. Got it. Yeah. Something that uh, I always ask people who got a chance to go is about the the Dreamville sessions. Oh, uh, I killed that. I'm MVP. Bro. Well, first of all, you got like, I think you on three records. Three. I think you on three records mm-hmm. on, on, on Revenge. But the Dreamville sessions, that to me was like something that, we hadn't really seen lately in hip hop where it's like it's like a boot camp. Yeah, right? everybody come through whatever. Did you already know like I'm in there? I got this in the bag. Like I'm going down there. I'm gonna smash everything moving. Yes. Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. When you got there though, you didn't look. You didn't like. Were you? you are you ever intimidated in them type of settings? No, no, sir. I'm not. Never. No. Okay. Said, never. What's the craziest thing that happened at the session at the Dreamville session from your well, perspective? I brought a bunch of weed out there and some mushroom capsules. So I started handing out mushroom capsules two at a time. Everybody was on shrooms at one point, and then we made Wells Fargo. Get the fuck. How the fuck you make Wells Fargo off the, with the shrooms? I don't even It was just a lot going on. It was like eight to nine, ten. Everybody has setups all over the place. And I was the only one just running around to each one in every moment trying to see what was happening in the moment. You know, because there's so much happening. It's like, okay, y'all still making this beat. This not done. I'll be back. Okay, he's rapping this verse. I'm not about to sit around and watch that. I'll be back. Oh, what? Y'all ain't doing shit? This the beat? Oh, press record. All right, let me get my shit off real quick. Uh, all right, yeah, save it like that. Oh, I'm going over here. Oh, is this the beat? Oh, okay, for sure. You press record. Uh, I got an idea. And then it would be... 
like that until it was just like, buddy, buddy, yeah, rap on this one. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Stop. You know what I mean? I can and I was like, no all real, right. There's no real pressure at that also because it's like, you're not the main person, but you become like you become that main person. That that main I'm just person. giving off that energy to yeah. just like calm down, get over yourself, like okay. create. Like this beat is tight. What's on your mind? Say you that. Know what, man, to be honest, like a lot of people, I, I hear what you're saying because I know a lot of people struggle with overthinking. Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, I do it all the time, but like I wasn't. So how do you, how do you get over that? Is it just, a, just? I was I was very high and drunk, and I was on shrooms, so I was like crossfaded. And I don't want to use that as an excuse, but it's just a fact of the matter. I wasn't, you know what I mean, overthinking at all. Gotcha. I was so deep in the moment. Whatever beat was playing, whatever thought I had was said on the mic in that moment. Other than yourself, who do you think had the best Dreamville? Uh, Jid. 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 And Smino. Smino did. Jid and Smino. Jid and Smino. Mm-hmm. Did they get you, though? Nah. You don't think you don't think they got you? What you mean got me? As far as they should they they should be better than yours. Well, you know, I just feel like Jid had more of a priority because he's on Dreamville. So like, you know what I mean? Me and Smino kind of like, you know what I mean? Just not on Dreamville. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? I get it. Yeah, but we we did all did very well. And we just like built a lifelong friendship. You know what I mean? Was it's everybody so like uh like collaborating like like cuz i heard different stories i heard different variations of the stories different different rooms different producers different artists and shit like that but from your perspective did people were people like uh, before the buddy come get on this one was everybody like okay working together or was it more like man i'm finna gas i'm it's a, a friendly competition okay well it would be like people like jid who's more of a top priority who would have be in a better position to just like lock down a room lock down a prison producer and lock down time for him to just start a vibe and push it fully through and right. think about who he would want that's there to come be a part of it you know what i mean got you for me i'm just like running around seeing what's available and demolishing it you know what i mean <laughs> so like it was like a different playing field you know what i mean being like on the outside of things versus being on the inside of things but it was just like the power players just looking at each other in the eyes like all right all right it's show you know what I mean? In every moment. Now, you have all these big friends. Like, Snoop was on your album. You got Pharrell's your friend. Tinashe's your friend. Has anybody tapped in with you that surprised you? Like, even before you got a deal or whatever. Like, somebody that, like, noticed you doing music, noticed your craft, and you was like, damn, this is dope. Um, the homegirl, uh, Layla Hathaway. Wow. Really? It caught me off guard because she a legend. You know what I mean? Super legend. She put up on me on the te in the Tesla. We, we was hanging out, making music, and it was just... It was nice. It was really nice. I love her. That's that's crazy, bro. Yeah, I, I'm lucky crushing. I ain't gonna lie. Facts. That's fire. Now, Hi, Layla. Another friendship that you got, um, and I want to talk talk about the, the the relationship you got with the homie Ken Jams, man. Overdose, man. Just an, an amazing individual, cool dude, man. And you guys got that jank tape as well. Well, uh, Pharrell introduced us as well. Of course, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so when I was first signed to Pharrell, mm -hmm. he was also trying to sign Overdose oh, as a group. Right. Right. So I was standing across from Overdose. Pharrell was in the middle. He was like, Overdose, buddy, buddy, Overdose. Wow. And I met Kent, June, Sleazy P, Cream. So y'all didn't know each other out here prior to that? Mm -mm. Wow. I didn't know wow. about none of that. Wow. I was so deep in my own thing. I'm not, like, searching for music and yeah. trying to see what new artist is cracking. I'm making my own shit. Gotcha. So when I met them, it was just like, wow, this is tight. People around here who make music and shit, like, I would kick it with Overdose as a group. Me being a solo artist, and we would have ox chord battles. Like, oh, I just made this. Right. <laughs> You're like, oh, Plug we up. just made this. Yeah. 
made this two songs at a time, like in the studio, like just playing songs we made for hours, and then it just like start making songs together. Beats would play, raps would come out. So is that was it a, a byproduct of just oh we have these songs together? Fuck it, why not let's just create a group? Or was it you know something? You talking about the jank tape? Yeah, yeah, jank tape. Uh, it was the pandemic. We was bored in the studio making songs, and it was enough to release. Yeah, that simple. Yeah, damn. <laughs> I I love the process that you had. He's like, yo, fuck it. Let's yeah, just, let's just put some shit out. Let's yeah, just do it. You know that's I mean? exactly. And we got another jank tape. I think oh, July nice might be a nice month. Wait, July you are jank tape too. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Throw it out there. Why not? I don't know. July is, July is just a really good month. I yeah. feel like you know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you got unreleased music. You said now. You said there might be a status of before. On a percentage level, from one to a hundred, how likely is that? It's like you know, ninety nine percent. Is it just based off of you finding it? Yeah, I just got to get to that hard drive. I was talking to Robin Hood and everybody. We just got to dig through the hard drive and see what's presentable. God. You know what I mean? Something that feels current and nice that I can just, you know what I mean? Turn into some full thing. Got it, got it. That's um, fire. Uh, another another track that I, I fuck with, I'm going to go off of the Harlem and Alondra. Um, the real life shit. I feel like that set the tone, not only for the album, but just we were talking about just different sides of Buddy. Mm-hmm. And... Just going through some real life shit. Like, where where were you at when that was going on? Because I honestly, like, it hit me at a time where I was going through some shit. I was just about to have a kid. <laughs> so it's like, here you talking about, like, I don't want to have a kid because I ain't ready yet. I'm like, oh, shit, my baby's doing next month. Like, this shit is crazy. Yeah. Like, what, what were you going through, the things that, that made you pin that? Uh, Everything I was talking about on the record, like, a hundred times over. You know what I mean? It's just, like, crazy to be catapulted into the position I was early on in the industry, in the forefront, in the limelight, and just still experiencing, you know, a ghetto lifestyle that I was living. And it's just like so much real shit happens all the time to be in a space where a lot of fake shit happens. It's hard to resonate with the fake shit, you know? So when I was creating music, I was just trying to talk about the real shit that I was going through that felt real to me at the time, you know? When you do become a father, right? Do you, or are you a father? I am not a father. When you do become a father, what kind of dad do you that think you know you'll of. be? Huh? I don't say that. <laughs> you said that you know of. Uh, when you do become a father, it, what, what, what kind of dad do you think you'll be? I'm going to be a fun dad. I'm going to be a dad that's there, you know? Throwing juice on people in the car. Not lean. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> your apple juice juice box. I might throw a lean on my baby. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm gonna be a fun dad. We going to Disneyland. We're going traveling around the world, boats and moats. You, you, uh, I remember when we was eat when we were having dinner. You said that you travel and your favorite place was to go was Jamaica. Is that what you said? Jamaica, yeah. Jamaica, yeah. Why Jamaica? Because oxtails, jerk chicken, lobster tails. Bless up yourself. Where, where, where have you? What country have you had the worst experience? The worst experience, Middle America. Facts. <laughs> Do you have an experience you want to share? White cops. <laughs> right. Fuck those Stop guys. Stop resisting. You like, bro? I'm handing you my license. <laughs> I hate the middle of America. It's not fun for blacks. I feel that. Now, something epic happened. Was it Morocco? The, the crip walking was it was the church? Yeah, no, I was at a that? wedding. It was just a hotel resort, that some fancy shit, ass shit. That shit was epic. Yeah, I was at a baller wedding with my baller homies. A lot of my friends is rich. You know what I mean? So they invited me because I'm fun. Right. I'm getting rich. I'm on my way to being rich, yeah. but I'm just the fun friend. So they'll fund me <laughs> to get out there so I could just turn everybody up. And that's exactly what I did. Ooh. 
Did somebody put you up to that? Hell no. Nah. So look, this is what happened. So <laughs> we was about to go to Yeve House, uh-huh. Yee St. Laurent, YSL. It was an actual person I found out. Yeah, okay. And this nigga had a house, and the architecture is crazy. They turned into a museum, yeah. and we was about to go. But, like, we was just, like, at the pool kicking it, and it was just, like, a quick turnaround where I had to get ready and be out front so the cars don't leave me. Gotcha. And they made it seem like, hurry up because we will leave you. Right. So, like, by the time I, like, showered and got dressed, I put the fit on. I'm feeling fresh. You know what I mean? I got to the front of the hotel, and the car was still there. I'm like, yes, nigga, we going to Yeve house, you know? YSL slat, slimy. Bruh, I, just the, the, the way, I don't know. It would just seem like it was perfectly planned, but just the way you, with, with the crib walk down the stairs, dog. Oh, yeah. No, I do good. I do good. That was amazing. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I never wanted to be known as the Crip Walking nigga, but I'll take it. No, you definitely you definitely up there with, with who, some of the greats. Who's, uh, who's C-Walk? Who's, who else C-Walk do you respect? I really don't respect OT Genesis C-Walk. You don't? I've been trying to battle this nigga uh, for so long in the Crip Walking battle. He won't ever accept my challenge. I, don't th- I think somebody else challenged OT. He didn't accept it either. Yeah, he's know. not that good. It's just not that good. <laughs> OT, yo, Crip Walk sucks. Battle me. Yeah. Dude. Talk that talk. I don't know. The, the, the blue Santa suit. The blue Santa's to me, the blue Santa suit. and It's and way better than the walk. You, you literally said the blue Santa suit. That has nothing to do with the walk. <laughs> he is, uh, that's an antic. Well, no, I mean, for you, for, for yours, the fact that you were coming down the stairs, that was, that was, it, that was more than the It was walk the itself. precision in the walk itself. It was the precision. Go back and look. <laughs> OT Genesis don't want smoke with me. Right, see, so walking. You, you him I challenge you, OT. Talk that talk, bro. <laughs> I like that. Now, um, the record, okay, way too long. You and Blast, way too long. I feel like when I first heard it, right when I the first time I heard it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit. You, you. <laughs> I'm be honest. I, I didn't expect it to be that to be as good as it was. Oh, you know oh, I oh shit. I didn't. And the thing is, when because because I'm like, I was intrigued, right? Because I saw Buddy and Blast. I'm like, I wonder what this. Sounds That's like. automatic. Let me see what this yeah. sound like. I think who, somebody posted and you you hit him up right away for it. Who hit? Oh, somebody, Sparkle. Sparkle. Yes, in our group. In chat. our group chat. She's like, she's our general manager of our company. She sent it in the group chat, and I was like, That's when I text you. Mm-hmm. Like, send me that record. And I sent it instantly. You sent it right away, yeah. and I was like, Bro, like, okay. But the the reaction, my fuck my reaction. The reaction that I see women, I've never. And this is the thing: you are very talented, bro. You you are very talented. Thank you, bro. thank you very much. You are, bro. But I've never seen women react to your music like this. Word. I don't know if you noticed that, but I noticed it. Word, that's tight. I ain't noticed. I don't pay attention, but I am a feminist. So thank you, ladies. <laughs> I love you. For the record, so people will know. That's fire, dog. Did, did you already? How'd you end up um, with? How this record come about? Like, I guess. Um, me and Blast been overdue to work together for a long time. He always reminds me that he met me before I actually recollect meeting him. It was back in the days when I was working with like Chris O'Bannon in Compton. Let me tell you something, bro. What? Tell you something. Blast remembers everything. He remembers everything. He remembers. He who, said, he "I remember met, every person who didn't fuck with him, who do fuck with." Like he yeah. remembers everything. Yeah, no, this nigga was like, "I met you in Compton. You was working with Chris O'Bannon." I was like, "Damn, this nigga hard." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yep. okay, cool. Well, you tight, nigga. Well, <laughs> yeah. Let's make a song. You know, we was working with Hollywood Cole. This nigga made the fuck out of that beat. And that nigga went up there and did the hook instantly. And I was sitting with the hook for a minute because I'm just like, okay, I got a blast hook. 
you know? And I did it. It already sounded like a blast record, yeah. you know? But I'm trying to solidify it as a feature. So I'm like, let me just, like, really put some thought into these verses. I needed to don't be fuck good this up. as the hook. I don't want people to be listening to my verses waiting for the hook to come back. <laughs> and I think everybody Hilarious. really enjoys the whole song. So There you fuck go. You. He oh, patting yourself. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? I don't know what the heck the hell is happening. Okay, pat myself on the back. back. Got to do it. Um, but that, I mean, that that that's a good way to kind of approach it as far as like, feel like you challenge yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because before a second ago, no, like, blast challenged me. He was but, like, I'm working with Buddy, but fuck that. I'm about to blast it out, blast off. Got you. You know what I mean? Then I'm like, okay, nigga. <laughs> I could rap. I could rap. You know? I got little bars. I, I rewrote my verses a couple times. But I mean, it, times. It, it, there's nothing wrong with admitting that. Two, three. Two times. That's two cool, times. though. The third. You rewrote. Yeah, like, whole different cadence, whole different idea. Wow. And then I was like, all right, I don't like this. This wax. You know, I'm waiting on the hook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't like hey, this. I, re- I respect the honesty, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had yeah. to really just, like, get those verses right, and it's a good song, you know? Shout out to Blast. He really came through, and he's a really good friend. He's been super supportive of the record. He put up on me at the Levi's party. He was on top of the roof performing. We killed the video. There was a bunch of beautiful black women in there. I had jumped in the pool with a Prada suit on. I had to return it. <laughs> you returned it with... It was wet. We we dried we dried it off with a, uh, a hair blower and, and gave it back to them. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, I ain't there yet. Ladies you know? and gentlemen, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Super ghetto. Hey. Yeah, yeah. We borrowed that suit, y'all. I don't got that no more. All right. So uh, before you do that, I want to do this. So we have this homegrown head scratcher. These are elementary school test questions. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. These are fifth grade trivia questions. And the reason why I do this is we have listeners call up and they and they win tickets. They guess if you got it right or wrong and they win tickets. So right. even if you don't know the answer. You still got to guess. You still have to guess. Okay, cool. Think about it. Think about it and then guess. I'm wise. I'm not educated. All right. You know what I mean? Ready? Okay. Here's the first one. You ready? I'm ready. Boy, you look constipated. You straight? No, I'm good. We just right. had Morton. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question. <laughs> what is the nearest planet to the sun? To the sun? <laughs> Why are you looking? Come on, buddy. You got this. Ain't it Mercury? You tell me. It's Mercury. Boom. Good job. There it is. Okay. Don't look so concerned. When you okay. Ask. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm intergalactic, so. Right. You knew this. All right. Next question. How many degrees are in a right angle? 90? Or is it 60? You tell me. I think it's 90 degrees. You tell me. It's, not... it's either 90 or 60. Bro, don't look over there. Hey. I'm not looking nowhere. I'm looking. <laughs> you busted a Stevie Wonder. <laughs> How many degrees is in a right angle? I'm going to go with 90. Good job. Good job. It's 90. Two. Yeah. All right. Last one. Last one. You ready? I'm ready. This is the last one. This is the last one. <laughs> okay, cool. Which body parts continue to grow throughout your whole life? Fingernail. Body parts. That's not a body part. Okay. That's your final answer? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hair, bro. That, you don't not... don't just guess. Give me an answer. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. 
Hair and nails. That's incorrect. For real, what is it? Wait, is hair and nails a body part or not? Bro, people stop growing hair like just because they old. Are you serious? Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I would have said fingernails too. I don't know. Wait, but is hair and fingernails considered a body part? I mean, I, I, that's not on the that's not on the sheet. It's not. No. What's the correct answer? Correct answer: ears and nose. Grows. Continue to grow your whole life. Well, your shit can't got a big. Uh, <laughs> it's, still, it's, it's still growing. It's still growing. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know that. All right, good one. That was a good one. I was gonna say hair and nails. Hey, that's a good guess though. Yeah, when you dye your nails too, yeah, bro, and your hair, even that's though you might be bald in the middle, it's still kind of like you know the <laughs> follicles that do work. It either go here yeah. or here. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, you, that you shit grow forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nails and hair. Now, I wasn't wrong. I just wasn't right. What the, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> well, I'm in there you somewhere. You your girl that? Hell no, yeah. I wasn't cheating. I just wasn't faithful. No, 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 <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I was I was <laughs> cheating, and I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. Is it, are, are, are you in a relationship right now? Kind of, yeah. Okay, I was about to say, is it easy to be in a relationship, being being buddy, being in the in, in the music industry and in that, in that nature? Fuck no. No, it's not. Though, does she understand? No, she doesn't understand. You got to go check in right after this, huh? I just, I already did. <laughs> yeah, I checked in before. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Now, I ain't, I'm cool. The year can't end. This is the manifestation part. The year can't end without Buddy doing what? The year can't end and without I, me seeing a million dollars cash, like YG. million dollars like cash. Yeah, I want to pull it out the Goyard bag, just like he did in Cabo, for sure. million dollars cash. 100, 200, <laughs> 400. <laughs> feel me? Bro, that's the second impression that you've done that's dead on. Yeah. Like, that's right. Who, what, other, what other impressions you got? Who can you do? You can do YG and who else? Uh, if I told you that man did around in the street, that I can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right, so this is what I want you to do. Give me a drop. Give me a drop promoting Buddy's new, um, new single with Blast mm -hmm. as YG. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? 400. We got my boy Buddy up in this motherfucker with Blast. <laughs> On Bloods, this shit hard. The Blast. 400. <laughs> Play What's that up? shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, top five rappers in Compton. Uh, uh Kendrick. Not buddy. Kendrick. Problem. Um, AV. <laughs> Why are you laughing? AV is the funny one. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. And um, Hootie and myself. I can't say me. No. Uh, uh Epic must die. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. I like that. Buddy tapped in. Yeah, for sure. That's what's up. I used to walk across around the corner to Epic Must Die House. We would rap together. That's Word. my homie. Yeah. That's, that's what's Epic, up. Man. Super talented. Super talented. Dude. Yeah. If um, you no, if you um do you have any aspirations of having your own label and shit one day and stuff like that? Hell yeah. I'm about to start signing niggas. We got five dollars for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you had to sign somebody today. Who would it be? Nobody. Why not? I'm not ready yet. No, if you had your label, you was already set up. You had the million dollars in cash. You had whatever you wanted. You had a label. 
you get you get to sign one artist right now, who would it be? It wouldn't be nobody from the city. It don't matter. Who whoever. Well, I want to know why not. <laughs> I just don't want to deal with nobody from the city right yet, right now. In business. Politics. Yeah. I just want to be people's friends, build a nice, <laughs> fr healthy friendship. You know what I mean? Yeah. And employ people outside of the city. I feel that. You know what I mean? So who would you sign that's not from here? Um... I'll probably sign a girl. You have anybody in mind? Mm-mm. Be like, I ain't gonna let you know. Okay. Somebody else will scoop them up. Yeah, somebody else will scoop up my prospect. I need like a uh either like some type of Afrobeats artist or just like straight K-pop. I'm not mad at that. I'm mm. not mad at that. Do you care about um well Victory Lap was obviously in the conversation for the Grammys and stuff like that? You were part of that process. Do you care about accolades? Do you care about Freshman covers, awards, shit like that. Only so much. I understand its importance, but I really am learning to care about a lot more than just that. I fuck with that. Yeah. When it's, when it's all said and done, what do you what do you want to be known for? I just want to be known for the impression I leave on people, my personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah just the feeling that I give people. You know. You're doing it. You're doing it. I think anybody that comes across Buddy, you'll definitely remember. Facts. Yeah, for sure. for sure. Even if they don't fuck with it, it's nah, just like, nah, oh, you remember that? They, they go. I think. I they feel like I'm never wrong. Thing. I just always feel like my approach is kind of just harsh, and people aren't used to just like I can relate. Real shit happening. I ask real questions that I feel, and people be trying to broad things out to like a public aspect when it's just like I'm talking to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like if you want to lock in with me right now, then you would talk to me back. You know, but a lot of people try to like stretch it to people who's around and how they feel inside and the fucking social media. Yeah. Is there something that I mean, you, you've obviously done radio. You've done a lot of press. You've done interviews, right? Mm -hmm. Not only for this, but just for your career. Is there something that nobody's ever asked you that you wish that they would ask you? Uh, Nobody really be asking me how I feel. You know what I mean? How you feel, buddy? I'm good. I feel amazing. I just dropped a single. I was coming out. I feel wow. great. We just have Morton's and shit. But nobody ever asks. <laughs> that, that, Thank you for whole, that. That's a whole different conversation, but I, I think that that's important. We we do this all the time, and a lot of times, like I sometimes we walk away like, damn, do they even really give a fuck about the questions we ask? Like, you know I mean, if, if if somebody like, hey, buddy, what's up? How you feeling? Yeah, you know, that would be tight. It never happens. Damn. You know what I mean? So if you feel this, good, man, yeah. I'm actually in a good ass mood. But would you? Yeah. Would you? But would you be honest about if, if you wasn't? I, yes, I would. I'd be yeah, like, you would. know what? I'm kind of sad. Yeah, you would. He would. I'm going through something right now. I don't feel 100%, but I'm happy to be here. You know what I mean? But nobody ever asks, so it never. I never get to answer that question. That's, that puts, that put, honestly, that, as an interviewer, that puts shit in perspective. Because a lot of times we, we go off of the album, the single, different things that we want to talk about, but we never like lock in like that. So I appreciate you bringing that up. How are you feeling? I'm amazing right now. Yeah? How was your day? We, should, we did a lot of shit today. Man, it was sure. a busy day? Man. It, was a busy, it was a busy day. How you feel, head? I feel... Tired? I feel whooped. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Word, good to know. Yeah, I feel... Man, I'm whooped right now. It don't seem like it. Right. It don't seem like really? it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's, bro. It's a good... It's a I feel good like I just went bowling with the baby. Word. Yeah. You said <laughs> the baby? What? The baby? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... Oh, no, no, no. It's, 
two you, things. Like the out. rapper the baby or like his child the baby. No, it, it don't matter. Oh, okay, cool. Cause I'm I'm worried about the baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Super ghetto March twenty fifth. Super ghetto March twenty fifth. My yeah, sophomore man. album. I ain't dropped in four years. I'm so excited. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, man. Congratulations. I got the shirt on. Yeah, you got Did y'all get y'all get y'all shirt? Yeah. I got the shirt. I got, I got, you got a shirt. I got my shirt. You got a shirt. Okay, cool. Water. You know what I'm saying? I don't Hell drink. Hell yeah. So this is amazing. It's a forty ounce. It's, it's a forty ounce of water. Of water. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of on the fence of like, should I drink this or just could I, should I just hold this? No, nah, drink that. Hydrate. Yeah, yeah. But appreciate you, man. Thank no you doubt. On through, man. Thanks for having me, man. To having you again and asking you how you're doing back. first. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Feeling, feeling how I'm feeling. It's Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, the Homegrown Homie Buddy. Bam, bam, bam.